PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Episode 347 of Cinema Crest by So How's it going, guys? Welcome to the show. We're doing it again. It's me, Bruce Crespo, hanging out in the Crest studio with your weather threat update. Current threat level is Dorian Gray. It's going to rain. Dorian Gray. Check the mirrors in your attic. Let's, uh, the mirrors? I wish check, check the paintings in your attic. Check your paintings. No, see, in, in our world, it's mirrors. <laughs> Did you ever see Supergirl? <clears throat> what TV show? No, the movie. Don't think so. There's a mirror dimension. Okay. So are we in that dimension, or I, uh, <coughs> I think so. Unfortunately, we are in that dimension because this uh, this is going so well that it can be the only explanation for how well this episode is going already. With me is Drew Sakagra and Drew. What up, dude? What is up with you, Saw? How are you? I am. Yes, I'm here. That's what I'm doing. Stuff. That is the exact Cynthia, response that Cynthia God gave week. to Abraham. <laughs> I am. He said, how are you? He said, I am. I am. Who are you? I am. I am. Yahweh. Yeah. Wait. No way. Yahweh. Yeah, We're hanging out, doing our thing, waiting for this storm to eventually get here or pass I mean, by or do something. Or, I mean, who? we have no idea what the fuck this thing's going to People have been freaking out for almost a week already. I saw one projection that had it uh, swinging out from the coast, going out into the ocean, Doing looping back around, crossing over the state of Florida, going into the Gulf, looping then, back around, and then doing another spin. <coughs> and then the- I mean, it, it could just infinitely crisscross the state of Florida for all eternity. What if it becomes our permanent resident, the Dorian Storm that never leaves the uh, the south of uh, America? I mean, time to fucking move out of Florida. But, but I, 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 that's expensive. I just we just got this. Place. Yeah. Come well, on. time to move. Already. <laughs> So where? It's the place with the fires, or the place with the blizzards, or the place with the earthquakes, or, I mean, the, or the place with the tornadoes? I mean, as long as it has the legal marijuanas, I don't really care. Or the place with the droughts. Where are we going? What, whatever, whichever one of those has the legal marijuanas. Okay, uh, that's a good number. It's still like two thirds of them, more than almost half. Yeah. Still a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Just, we just gotta go to one of those. You still gotta pick a natural disaster to or bad. I mean, something's gonna. With. Something is going to kill. No matter you, what, no matter where you are, this is it. This is our time. This is when we suffer. Hurricane season's upon us, and mm-hmm. we're happy to be here. Yeah. To bring you another jam-packed show with so much stuff. We're so packed. We got all the guests out here. So get out of here. They're gone. We have no time for you. We have other things to talk about. You do nothing for the show. Slash everything. That's very, uh, very mean thing to say about all our guests who've ever been on. Uh, no, it's just Drew and I, and we're going to talk about a couple movies. We saw a couple of uh, horror films uh, that are both different, but yet had similarities. Yes. Interesting similarities. Yes. Uh-huh. We saw first at the Enzian. Opening night at the Enzian. Yes. Because we're hipsters like that. We are. We're, we're that cool. We're on, we got our fingers on the pulse of the local film community. Uh, we saw Tigers Are Not Afraid. Uh, 95% of the tomato meter, Chris. 95%? Out of how many reviews? 65. Not bad. Average rating 
8.8. My bad. 8.08. I was going to say I'd give it like a 7.75-8-ish if I was going to go ahead and spoil it or give it a rating right up top. Uh, what about you? What do you think? Where would you I put mean, it yeah. walking out of it? So, somewhere, somewhere in there. I mean, it was definitely, mm-hmm. definitely made a point. Definitely had something to say. Movie about the so. uh, a gothic horror film, modern day horror, early Guillermo del Toro style horror tale about the lost children of the Mexican uh, drug, drug war, war, the yeah. cartel war, and all the all the people that have been murdered and disappeared, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The kids that they leave behind. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, you never, I guess, never really thought about no. that. I've never really thought about that. Nope. About those kids. Nope. But that, they, but they exist. That sucks. Yeah. Sucks and, to be them. Some of them are haunted by ghosts. Some of them are haunted by the ghosts of their past, of their parents, and some of them are running around City of God style with uh, pistolas. Dude, the second that little kid pulled the gun, I was like, fuck, City of God all over again. But, I'm like, I'm totally not in the mood for a movie like this right now. Which happens within like the first minute of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nope. like, oh, it's this type of movie. Yeah. Um, gritty little low budge, obviously shot in Mexico, like Mexican made movie. Following just a little band of kids, uh, living Lord of the Flies style in the shit. No, yeah. uh, a girl whose mother has been recently taken. Yeah, and uh, a cell phone with some information on it that uh, is the MacGuffin of the movie yep. that a kid has, and the gang wants back. <clears throat> and, and then the supernatural stuff comes in right away. Yeah, where it's, uh, during the there's like I guess there's a it's basically like a shooting around the school. There, like there's there, there's some drug violence going on around the school property. Maybe even on school property. Maybe even like right there. It's like yeah. right, right on the outside. Yeah, they could be shooting up the principal. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta hustle sometimes. Yeah, no, exactly. The uh, they have this uh, setup where the teacher's like, "You're gonna tell us a story, and you have to use these elements." Or they come up with a bunch of elements, right? Like about dra- fairy tales, dragon, and then you yeah. have to write a fairy tale. So they write a fairy tale, shoot out outside. So then they uh, get handed the teacher. Is it the teacher? Yeah, the teacher hands the the girl. Is the teacher also the mom? I could no, no. All right, but the teacher hands the girl three pieces of chalk and said, "Here, use three these wishes. for three wishes." Never trying to calm her. If you ever, if someone ever gives you a chance to have some wishes, a monkey paw, they always wish, go bad. Do not w- w- wish away those wishes. <laughs> Be like, I wish I never met you, sir or madam. Uh, how dare you uh, give me these wishes? Because, spoiler alert. Yeah, like Drew says. I always go as bad. When has it ever gone well, Aladdin? I mean, yes, your wishes get granted, but they're usually not in the way you inform that you intended them. Not, not in a horror movie. No. Not in a horror movie. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what it is a setup. And there's like weird, like traveling bloodlines no, on the floor. No, exactly. And weird, uh, like you said, there's like ghost haunting type stuff. No. And. It's very dark, like literally very dark. Like, should they have turned up the brightness, maybe on the on the projector? Uh, maybe, perhaps. I mean, maybe, that's way, maybe that's the way it was. Maybe it was supposed to be Don't that, know. that dark sometimes. Uh, but it was good. I mean, it was. It's hard to say a movie like that is uh, super enjoyable or fun because it is like City of God, where yeah. it's a little too real, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Look at these kids yeah. living this life, mm-hmm. this shit life. Yeah. Little mo- little moral. Who doesn't speak? Nope. Little, little traumatized he's, child. He saw something fucking... He, saw, he something, saw something bad. He saw something that changed him forever. Yep. <laughs> at a very young age. Uh-huh. Uh, weird. Not weird, but it was uh, interesting, I thought, how when the movie started, and they already... Uh, the kid was already talking about a tiger. Told a story about a tiger that was loose. And, yeah. And the tiger's not afraid. The tigers are not afraid. Yes. Tigres uh, no los uh, tienes. And I thought no, they were saying okay. Miera. It's like, they don't give a shit. Are they saying tigers don't give a shit, actually? Maybe. It may happen. <laughs> um, but then the title of the movie comes up, 
And it is not Tigres, no, no. Tien and Mieras. It is uh, Vuelven, V-U-E-L-V-E-N. I'm sure Vuelven, the V has a B, no, it's not I'm a sure. soft B. No. But Vuelven, Vuelven, Vuelven. I'm sorry, that, mm-hmm. not nine-pound hammer, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, which is, um, this title works just as well. Vuelven is, means they come back. Yeah. Ah. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. So that's the actual, or they return. No. They come back, they return. So that's the actual title. But Tigers are not afraid. It's still really it works. good. I like it. It's a good, catchy, arty title. A lot mm-hmm. of Tiger imagery yes. throughout the movie and stuff. Uh, I mean, but it's like, how much would you recommend it? Would you ever revisit it? Drew? What, did you, what do you think? I mean, it's definitely it's been worth, a couple days now. It's definitely worth seeing once, uh, especially, you know, if you're on the, you know, like you said, Chris, the pulse. If you consider yourself one of those people who are, fuck. who are into these hip little yeah. arty movies yeah. that actually like are saying something, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm then drinking you should, a Jackie Kennedy Cosmo right now. Yeah, then I'm, you should. We're to, cool. Then you should totally go see. Or I mean, if you're a fan of City of God in movies of that nature, it is like City of God meets um, like uh, what's that one? The vampire one with the kid and the grandfather, Chronos. Um, Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Or yeah. uh Devil's Backbone, maybe, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that early the Del Toro stuff. Yeah. Man, those are good movies. Yeah. I want to rewatch Devil's Backbone now. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. could easily just be a side movie from uh Sicario. Sure. This uh, it's the supernatural <laughs> world of Sicario. What if Sicario yes, again, Sicario like Guillermo del Toro. Just add Guillermo del Toro to something. Yeah. And then you get this thing. Exactly. Was yeah. this produced it, did he? Or the executive produced it? Is his name on somehow? I don't know. Uh, I, it, no, I think I think his name is attached to this lady's next project. Issa, Issa Lopez, I think yeah. her name is, and uh, apparently she's doing some sort of werewolf. Western. Western. Yeah. Saw <laughs> him down. Sweet, sweet. That's going to be great from this director. Yeah. Cool as fuck. Uh, but then again, I was like, oh, Anna Lily Amber is doing a cannibal, sort of a cannibal Western. Not with, good. With, and that did not turn out well. Mm-hmm. Bad Patch was not. No. Know. It's what happens when you're handed too much money. Well, not even too much money, but I guess maybe too much creative freedom. Yeah. I don't Do know. whatever you want. Well. Whatever. Maybe <laughs> take some notes. We'll see. Do still. like 60% of what you want. I wonder what she's doing. She's doing something now. Uh, yeah, you know, it's good. It's a good movie. I would, I would similarly be like, you watch it once for sure. Uh, it's probably not something you're going to want to rewatch. Probably not. I mean, for some people, they may like like it in a certain way. Like, I can revisit this, mm-hmm. but for me, it's like, oh man, yeah, no. certain things happen in the movie where it's like after it was over, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. It's like, well, that definitely happened. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah I don't want to say, but it, it's not like, uh, oh, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, the, the the common thread throughout both of our movies, actually. There's the essence. I, like, I don't want. I don't want to spoil what it is. We, should, we shouldn't spoil it. So, but th- it happens in both movies. So, and that when that happens, it's like, oh. It's like, oh. <laughs> The other one manages to not make it, but even then, that, yeah. was, the worst, that was the grossest part of the movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, yeah, and like you said, it's a, it's a hip, newer indie type thing. If you want, if it's playing near you, then take take the opportunity to see it, because it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's not everywhere. It's not getting a wide release. No. So, uh, how much? Is it, it didn't come up on the, the box office measure there. <sighs> I do. Uh, I would be surprised. Well, it's... I mean... Uh, of 200 screens could get it like 2 million there were not many people at all at the screening we went to I was expecting no. it to be uh, yeah, it's not even on box office. not even on the top 45 no. top 50 or whatever yeah so not in the top 48 so guys when it, when this movie is streaming 
Oh, Enjoy. yeah, people, then, people, that's when it's going to blow up. Then check it out, then watch it then. Yeah, that's when we'll see a whole bunch of it again. Crestable Hundo 2020 posts about it uh, like mm-hmm. next February or something. Uh, anyway, so we saw that. Rated, what, 95%? Yeah. I think rated pretty close is uh, the other movie we saw, Ready or Not. Yeah, Ready or Not, actually, high 80s. High 80s, 87. Wow. 87. Out of 185. A lot more reviews. I would give it, let me get the rating. I would say the rating is uh, 7.5. Seven point one nine. Hey, yeah. All right. yeah. So I would actually agree with that. Yeah, this is yeah. closer to a seven, six point seven five seven. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yes. Everybody, everybody says that was fun, and I totally agree. It, in certain ways, it reminded me of Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Trope. Uh, playing with tropes and stuff like playing that, and, and the things that you expect to happen, and, and then yeah, no, exactly, yeah, twisting them around Twi- a little bit, ha- having, having fun with the and genre, that, having fun, fun, yeah, uh, fun is the word that came up repeatedly, and uh, so this movie came out a week ago, yes, but then a lot of people saw not a lot of people, like four or five people saw it in the Crespo Hundo uh, 2019 thread, mm-hmm. and they all used the word fun in some capacity, yeah, and yes, I have to, I have to concur. With the consensus of funosity in this film, the the fun levels have been jacked up pretty high. It's been injected like a like a Christmas goose. Yeah, it's, it's number six this week. Made five million dollars this week. Total of twenty. Ooh, not bad. On a budget of six. Oh come on! Now. <laughs> Ready or not, two is happening. Oh, of course. Yeah, totally. Movie doesn't set up any way for it to. No, it doesn't have to. Nope. Because it, it's all right. Without spoilers, well, if you've seen the trailer, I do remember the trailer. That they established in the trailer the central premise of the film. Yes. And that a girl marries into a rich family. And then all of a sudden she's being hunted. And she's being hunted on her wedding night yep. as part of a game called Hide and Seek. Uh, and she has to live until uh, sunrise to, obviously, you know, to, to win yeah. the game. right? And the whole family's trying. There's like seven people trying to kill her. Uh, so that's the setup of the movie. To get to that point. The first fifteen minutes, there's gotta be like some of the flimsiest, oh yeah, movie I've seen in a long time. The 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 shake, all of it. I had so many questions. Like if we were getting into the, the spoilers, I would have so many, like, why <laughs> well, is dude, this person a, doing this? Dude, it's a six million dollar horror movie. That's why it's ridiculous. It's, it's they're just that's trying, why they're just trying to get to the setup. Yep, which is okay, fine. Just get to the setup. Let's get to the setup. When they did, it was fun. It was fun. We're using the word again. It's fun. Let's get to the setup. Let's set up her character a little bit. Just a tiny NCWT. Just just enough to make you like her. Well, what is it? Just enough. She's likable. Sam Arrow weaving. Yes. I bet you she's Australian. She is. Ah, I knew it. Look at her. She's got the... uh, She looks just like Margot Robbie. They all look the same now. They're a pipeline of Australian uh, blondes. They're they're either Hemsworths or they're Margot Robbie clones. They're all Hemsworths or they're Robbies. What's going on out here with all these Australians? Uh, Well, she was fine. She was good. Also, uh, Andy McDowell is the uh, the mom. Yes. She's fantastic. She is. And uh, I recognize the, the brother... I think the brother was in Shazam recently. I think he was one of the grown-up kids. Yes, 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 yes. And, yes. In which case, that means he's he did something probably on television at some point in time when he was maybe younger. Why? What do you mean? Well, because I, I don't remember. I, 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 I only vaguely remember his face from Shazam, but if he was in mm. Shazam, then he was probably in something before. Recognizable enough that you're putting that together? Yeah. Oh, yes. He's had some sort of career. Let's, let's see. Well, let's see what the Wikipedia IMDb internet says. In the meantime, I will say that it's like, um, 
a good cat and mouse type of thing. Uh, it's a thriller. It's for sure R-rated. It gets pretty mm-hmm. bloody and pretty oh, gross. Yeah. And then later, towards the end, there's a couple of scenes that are like, whoa, that's really gross. Um, okay, so the brother was Adam Brody. Ah, oh, you see, he's from the OC, Chris. Oh, I never watched you. He was on the OC. Interesting. That's that early 2000s? 2003 to 2007. Time for OC. Uh... Oh, he was also on, apparently he had a reoccurring role in Gilmore Girls. Reboot? As well. Oh, was he a Gilmore guy? He was in Scream 4. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's actually made his, himself a, a... He's in one of the American Pie movies. So he's had himself a decent career. That's why his, his face is recognizable. Yeah, I've seen him in stuff. He's going to be in Shazam 2. That's going to be uh, good for him. And uh, he, was, he was fine in this. The whole family's good. Interesting characters. It's a bunch of crazy rich white people. Being crazy rich white people. Uh, trying to kill the, uh, an attractive blonde lady. And, yeah, I mean, if these are your type of movies, if you're into thrillers, horror movies, murder movies, things like that, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, this is total... Because it's just a murder party. Yeah, it's total final girl shit. Total final girl shit. It's what you expect. Yeah, it's exactly... Yes and no. There are some some twists. They do have some fun with it. It is is modern. Yes, they... they, So... They've seen movies before. And they, and, and they know and, and we've that, seen movies before. They know we've seen movies, and they know which movies we've seen. Yeah, so, so. They, so they know what things to deliver on, and then what things they can sort of twist around yeah, and, exactly. and have some fun with. Yeah. It, was, it was for sure enjoyable. Um, interesting uh, summer for, for horror films. Actually, yeah, now summer's I've seen over. A, I've seen a lot of horror movies this summer, it seems, Chris. It feels that way, right? You didn't even see Crawl. Crawl was no, fun. No, I didn't see Crawl. Uh, speaking of fun, Crawl was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Midsommar, Midsommar which is was, that re-release right now. Yeah, that shit was bonkers. Um, we got this right here, and now the summer is over, but right. next week we got It Chapter 2. Yeah. It's a, a, the six-hour cut, I believe, is what they're releasing in theaters. Cool, something like looking that. forward to that. I think there's four intermissions yeah. uh, and a, a mandatory bathroom break. Well, you have to go. It's a union. It's union But I don't want to know you have to. You have to. It's the only way we're allowed to have this movie. Play uh, for this long. Yeah. Like this. This is not an art installation. This is commerce. We can't be sued. You want us to get sued? Uh, a lot of horror stuff. So uh, uh, next week, we'll, along with It, Chapter 2, I think we'll uh, do sort of a, um, in the second half of that show, we'll do like a whole preview of the horror movies to come for the rest of the year, because there's bound to be a bunch, I'm sure. It's got at least, at least four or five to talk about. Um, all right, well, let's get into the stuff that you're watching. You catch up on the Righteous Gemstones? No, I haven't even watched a single episode. You haven't watched a single episode of Juicy Cabra? Oh, man. Episode three is tonight. Yeah, I know. It'll be, it be a pretty decent time to, to check them out. Now, here's the cool thing. Episode one is an hour long, mm-hmm. and it's epic. It's mm-hmm. great. Episode two is only 30 minutes. Oh, okay. I think it's a 30-minute show. They just give you a beefy. Either that or each episode is how is as long as they decide it's going to as be. As long as or as short as it needs to be, mm-hmm. which I'm cool with. Yeah, I mean... Because it's because uh, then your 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 runtime is dictating the story, your story is not dictating the runtime. That's well, no, exactly, and it, uh, that's something oh, like that. That's, it, it. that. I mean, that, that works especially in these days of streaming, where if you're streaming something, it really doesn't matter what the length is. There's no there's no commercial breaks that you got to worry about. Yeah, it's an HBO show. Why do they have to do? It has to be fifty two minutes, and why we don't have eight minutes of commercials? Exactly, yes, they exactly. can do what they want. Precisely correct. Uh, I highly recommend it. No, I'm man. going to. It's on the list. Yeah, it's, really, it's really good. It's on the list. I, I, I caught up on Secession. So. Oh, did you? I was two episodes behind. Not, now I'm current. Secession. Am I writing that right? I should write that. I should see that. That's the that's fun. HBO. So I mean, that's HBO. There's fucking... that. There's Barry. There's Euphoria. And that's only Brian HBO. Brian Cox is murdering the fuck out of it. That's fun. Yeah. 
literally murdering or just being no, really good? No, just being really just good. Because really he's good. fucking he's goddamn bright guy. He's goddamn OG Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> he's Lecter with a K. That's how evil he was. Like, we're going to spell it like Dracula. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking evil. Dracula's not spelled with a K, but you know he's what I mean. has got a great book, yeah. Very foreign. It's fun. Um, no, yeah, I, Euphoria. I mean, what else came out? Fucking uh, mm-hmm. Carnival Row came out. Amazon. Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Cara Delevingne in some Delevingne. sort of strange Victorian fables type thing. And it's like uh, where like fantasy. Mo- yeah, where like monsters have immigrated to wherever they are. So like imagine if fairies and monsters were real. Yeah. But they were, it was treated more like immigration. Like they're coming to the new world. They're going to be. So it's a prequel to Bright. Yeah, basically. Yes. 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 So it's, yes, it, it would be. Which is then we're getting the animated version with Pixar's Onward. Yes. So what's this all about? What, what, what is this weird trend of like, I'm not, I don't want it. Do you want it? I didn't ask for any of this. I mean, I, I guess it's probably coming in the in, in the backlash of all this ultra-nationalism in the world right now. Uh, so, so finding a way to have like otherism, uh, otherism integration into, Drew, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> it's a continued miscegenation of the righteous white race. Exactly. Yes, Chris. Remember when we talked about another episode, Puerto Ricans are the real white people? Did we, did we figure that out somehow? Yeah. I forgot the math on yeah. that. Yeah. Math is fuzzy. Yes, and I completely it forgot it. It was. Fuzzy math. Definitely a lot of fuzzy definitely logic. Definitely very fuzzy math, fuzzy logic. We had a real lights. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Secession. So, but you haven't watched it, though, that carnival, right? You haven't watched that show yet? No, I haven't watched it. It, it, just, just, it, it just started. Yeah, it just came out. Like, it came out yesterday. So that's, like five, that's like five shows on just HBO alone. Well, that's not HBO. That's Amazon Prime. Is that one Amazon Prime? Yeah. Oh, it's the Amazon Prime. It's all the goddamn service. Um, anything else you're watching? No, not really. I, 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 I want to watch the Rocco's Modern Life and that's uh, uh, Netflix, right? Yeah. As well as uh, what's the other one? They Invader Zim. I want to watch the Invader Zim one. I really, I really like Invader Zim. Mm-hmm. Um, how about? Um, I forgot what I was gonna. Didn't really. I forgot what I was gonna say. When I was going to bring up something else. Oh, Much have you listened to the Tool album yet? No. I listened to a little bit of it. And? It's Tool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like their last, their last two albums sound the yeah. same. Okay. Now their last three albums, all, yeah. they all sound the same. Yeah. Which is fine. It's fine. So far, I haven't heard any lyrics as bad as, I am the TV. <laughs> that's just... That's good. That's just bad. At least he upped his game. That's... <laughs> Slightly. The, I like the promo pictures they put out of them. I like that pulls up uh, the old old men. Oh yeah, Adam Jones's long white hair. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they look they look like a bunch of uh, hipster wizards. Well, I mean, they've had enough money to fuck off for a while, so a decade. No, a full decade, mm-hmm. a decade. Um, I listen to a podcast. I don't I don't recommend podcasts often, mm-hmm. especially non PFT stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? I especially don't try to be recommended movie podcasts because what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, hey, listen to our competition. But <laughs> this is a good one. This is a good podcast that just, that just started, and I believe some of our listeners, if not all of our listeners, will enjoy. I, Drew, you don't listen to podcasts nope. at all, but let me explain. So you'll you'll appreciate this one. So for so first off, back it up, beep beep. I listen to another goddamn podcast called High and Mighty. This dude, John Gabris, is a comedian where every week he just talks to someone different about a different topic. <sighs> Every now and then he has these two guys and he's done this about three or four times over the last few years uh, to talk movies. And their names are Mark Rennie and John Flynn? Something. Something. And um, 
they're they're two gay gentlemen, mm-hmm. two gay white men, and uh, they just have great like chemistry, and they love movies, and like all movies, they go see Marvel movies, and they just love love movies. But they're also very gay, mm-hmm. very funny, mm-hmm. and um, they've always had great conversations with John Gabriel. Like hour and hour and have conversations. So then recently they decided to do their own, own show yeah. called Two Old Queens. Okay, and I have to take it back. That's good. Two old queens where they have a person come in. They have a guest. It's like an hour-long show. They start at the end of June, so there's like 10, 12 episodes so far. It was like three or four. They bring in a guest. They The guest talk picks a movie to talk about. And then first talk about it for 30 minutes. And then for the last 30 minutes, they have through a series of questions and a scoring system and percentage of points, the actual points accumulated, which matters over time. They're trying to find the gayest movie ever made. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And so far, at the point that I'm, I'm at, uh, about seven, eight episodes in. So far, the gayest movie they found is? Uh, the Muppets Take Manhattan. Okay. But it's only at like 63% gay. Okay. So it's still very low on the gay mm-hmm. level. But it has been out like nine to five. Yeah. It's kind of a gay, gayish movie. Mm-hmm. But still pretty low on the gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did Hoosiers. The last episode I listened to was uh, the Suspiria 2018. Okay. They did one on... Uh, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. It's a lot of fun. It's a good. It's a good show. I'm very. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I recommend people if they're looking for another podcast, listen to. Mm-hmm. But don't tell anyone that I'm like recommending non PFT shit because then it that would be cool. It wouldn't look good. No, like, no, so, wouldn't. Yeah. So, don't, so, so keep them low though. Yeah, don't don't rat on me on like Steve or nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's what I'm, that's what I've been listening to. That's what I've been watching. You've been listening. To, that's it. Yeah, that's we're, it. we're all caught that's up there. All right. Well, I sent you some emails. We got a bunch of movie news stories mm-hmm. for a second half of mm-hmm. the show. So we're going to take a break. Uh, we got to return to your favorite, all-time fave, <sighs> fan favorite, your favorite. But he even, he got a makeover, Drew. That's why he's been gone for a few I weeks. I don't care. But you you may care about the new one. You're going to enjoy the new one. Everyone's going to love the I, new I, Patreon I, troll. I hope he was drowned underneath the underneath his bridge. I thought I thought the bridge had collapsed. Perhaps I thought something like that had happened, but no. He explains uh, well, here because actually what he what he was up to. So uh, Patreon troll will be back with the second half of the show. <laughs> yes, yes, I am back. It is me, the Patreon troll, and I have undergone a makeover, genetically enhancing my evolution to be scarier and compel you to sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh, my implant. Got loose, my voice implant, damn it. I have to go back to Brazil to get that reinstalled, man. You know how expensive that's gonna be? That means I'm gonna need you guys to sign up and pay the toll for the Patreon show. That's at patreon.com slash So, And for one to five dollars a month, you can listen to all of the back episodes and all of the new episodes of Cinema Crespodiso that are the bonus episodes which come out on Fridays. Fridays. Oh man, I miss my deep voice. So please sign up so I can skim my monies from the top and save enough to go to Brazil to fix my implant so I can have the cool voice. In the meantime, if you want to hear what you're missing, check out this couple of minutes from this week's show in which they talk about the movie The Crow from 1994. Remember that one? Mmm. The Crow. So... so- Oh, and then we get the iconic, I sent you to GIF. The, uh, yeah. 
You took the time to they even show you his hand passing with the with the lighter fluid. The lighter fluid. He doesn't make it a crow. The no. way he's moving his hand doesn't seem like he's though. using the uh, the dexterity needed for the the, the, the jagged yeah, the no, wings. He, he didn't. He was just. I feel like you'd have to be like, maybe you'd want to like draw it out first, <laughs> and, then, and then you like kind of over it very very carefully line it out. Also, it seems like it will take more than one bottle. Oh yeah, that seems like a ten. That's a big one. That's yeah. a big fucking crow. Practical effect looks dope as fuck. Yep. When it finally does light up. Also, you know what else? Uh. Make symbols and light some shits up. Batman. Yeah. The yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Yes, yeah, he does. I always get like an internal chuckle when I think of Christian Bale showing up, healing his broken back, jumping out of the pit, goes to Gotham. He's like, I gotta save my city. There's a bomb here about to go off. But first. But first. <laughs> I need some napalm or something to, <laughs> to make a giant bat symbol on a building. Look, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> if Alfred were here, I'd tell him, look, it'd be so cool if I could, no, see, at, if at, I could just go up there and, but, and get a bat symbol. It, it's at that point in time where it goes from Christian Bale, Christian Bale Batman and we switch into... Uh, Will Arnett like Batman. A Will Arnett Batman. Yes. <laughs> Immediately. percent of Will Arnett Batman. He's like... <laughs> I gotta <laughs> look. It's gonna look so cool when I light when they light this up. They won't even expect it. It'll be and then right back to bail. <laughs> element of surprise. <laughs> they won't. They're gonna shit their pants when they see it. <laughs> it's gonna be so. It's gonna be so cool, uh, Alfred. It's gonna be so cool, Alfred. <laughs> Alfred, are you hearing me? Yeah. Master Wayne. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Well, then that sounds special. Well, guys, you can hear the other, uh, I don't know, like 44 hours of that episode, plus all the rest at patreon.com slash Pay the Patreon toll to pass on to the Patreon show. Thank you very much. Have a nice night. Bye. that fantastic drew loved it he sat there enraptured listened to the whole thing asked me to play it back so we could listen again that's a lie that's how much he enjoyed it bold face lie that's how much he enjoyed it then the patreon mm-hmm. patreon drew sagagrin drew sagagrin where can people find you online at antihero419 on instagram and facebook that's right follow at Drew sagagrin on twitter it's not me do it but they do a great job. They're awesome. Tag them, say what's up, and they'll flip you off back. Uh, if you say so, I, I, that's what they, that's I, I, what they do. I, I don't know. know. On Twitter, you don't know. I, I don't, it's not me. <laughs> Remember, it's, it's not me, Chris. I posted to Instagram someone doing it. Oh, okay. Yes, that's right. I take screenshots of tweets and post them to Instagram. <laughs> <clears throat> to see that, you can follow us on Instagram at CinemaCrossMediso, on Twitter at CrossMediso. Join the Facebook group. 
We get some decent interaction over there. It's also a pretty chill group, you know, considering Facebook and all that and how shitty people are. People are generally agreeable and nice. That's pretty sweet. Uh, the Patreon troll let you know about patreon.com slash So Last week we put out an episode all about The Crow. We rewatched it. And then we talked the shit about it. Yeah. We talked... The shit about it? The shit about it. <laughs> that's, what, that was, that's what you said. I know. We, <laughs> we talked the shit out of it. We talked about all the deets from start to finish. Oh. And it was fun. It was a good episode. It was very enjoyable. And we uh, already recorded, coming out this week on Friday, our Rumble in the Bronx episode. Coming out during the very next year in Hong Kong in 1995. The Crow's 94. Mm-hmm. Hong Kong saw Rumble in the Bronx and then New Line Cinema acquired it to put in theaters in 96. So uh, that's what will be coming out on the Patreon this week. So people can sign up to hear that at patreon.com slash crossbody. So also uh, listen to our bonus episode that we put out for free on the free feed. You are welcome, everyone. We hung out with Nina Strike, who is with the Global Peace Film Festival, peacefilmfest.org, right here in town in Winter Park. You can check out the schedule there. The online film fest that they'll have uh, going live soon. And uh, listen to that episode. We had, she had great stories about working with, like Don LaFontaine, the inner world guy, inner world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm crazy and did all sorts of stuff. And that was pretty cool. It was. And she had cool stories about doing that and like working on movie productions and in New York City in the 90s. And Drew, after you left, she told me more stuff about working on like certain productions with certain people and how they were like crazy jerks. It's funny, we have certain people on the show who give us some good stuff. But then once the mics are off... Like, listen, I, like, no, I, I, we, cannot, I cannot talk about this for other people, but this is just you. Let, so. let me tell you for real. Like, oh, <laughs> man, that, that's, that's, that's the good stuff. That's what we <laughs> want to record. No, we got so many good deets. So many good deets. Uh, we got to get Nikki Wilson. Every time she's in like, tell us about that Fantastic Four shoot. It's been long enough, right? It's been long enough. They've moved on. The rights have been sold. It's right. The rights have been sold. Mm-hmm. We can get her back in here. Like, come on. Tell us about that Fantastic Car. <laughs> we want to know. You saw it. You saw it with your eyes. Um, what do we want to do? Let's do some emails first. Okay. All right, let's get the emails done. And then I have, uh, looks like, once we do for our like, 10 stories for us to talk about. Uh, ranging in topics from comic book movies to comic book news. Very nice. Actually, there's a little more just <clears throat> stuff in there. All right, we got emails from Gabe. You can email us, cinema, so at gmail.com, and we'll read it just like this. Ooh, it's entitled One Month Behind. One month behind. What up, show? What up? <clears throat> and he's got a bunch of reviews for us. Oh, awesome. Night of the Comet review. Mm. 80s classic. Awful. Honestly, how did this get made? In general, the movie has an interesting premise that goes sideways. The dialogue and action is non-logical. Correct. I was begging for it to end. Literally, only one scene I liked. A double fake out. That's it. You like the double fake out, though. That's it. But you liked it, though. You like the double fake out. Office Uprising. All right, what what is this? <laughs> Never saw the advertising, but this is really good. A horror comedy gem. Shaun of the Dead meets The Office. Okay. Very pleasurable. Watch it right now, wherever you can. A 2018 production. Also, now realize Zach Levi is not John Krasinski. Head to Google. <laughs> You're just realizing now that Chuck is not Jim. Apparently. They were both on NBC. Yeah. NBC had and they're both bland white guys that wore they're both shirts. white dudes. Well, I mean, one's darker haired, one's a they're still just bland one's, white one's guys. browner haired, uh, and now he has a beard. Yeah, well, because now he's uh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. That's right. 
special he, he had CIA to, analyst check, right? He, special he, agent analyst. He, he had to grow a beard so he could do manly stuff. He had to grow a beard so he could be in a Michael Bay war movie. Yeah. Like, we don't believe you. He grew a beard. He's like, we now believe okay, you. Okay, now we believe you. And they look, then he looked at the camera. And I was like... Texas Killing Fields. Texas... Ooh, okay. Prisoners meets Hell or High Water. I really liked this. Dark, gritty, very satisfying. 8 out of 10. Watch it. Dark Horse movie. Wow. You're really, uh, really standing for it. I accidentally wrote down Texas Filling Fields. Nope. Which is, that's a whole different movie. That's where I go to... Uh, oh, never mind. I don't want to know. Never mind. Don't worry about it. We don't want to know. We don't want to hear about the Texas... The, that, you, you know what a Houston Twinkie is, Drew? You know what? We're just going <laughs> to move on. Don't worry uh, about that. Cadillac Man. Have you heard of a Dallas Ding Dong? You know what a Dallas Ding Dong is? <laughs> Cadillac Man. You get all this in your Texas filling fields. <laughs> a dramatic comedy. Robin Williams is likely unlikable. Redeems himself. The characters are enjoyably strange. Good one. Wait. Good, but a one-time watch. There we go. Uh, I was never really a big fan of this one. I don't think I ever saw it. Never even seen it? No. 80s. It's one of those... Uh, at the time, we see it on paper. Like, oh yeah, this will work. And the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The movies that come out all the time now. Okay. It's an 80s version of one. Uh, Manson colon the women. Do you know what uh, uh, an Austin Bear Claw is? Doc, 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 okay. <laughs> Feels a lot. Wait, feel like a lot of context is left out. Once they get to the murders, things get fucking wild. Hoping this is good prep for Tarantino's in Hollywood. Manipulation, brainwashing, sex, drugs, illness. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can see how that works. And the plot against America. Ooh, this sounds. Cons- this sounds conspiratorial. Any documentary led by a former FBI agent who tries to follow down if Russian spies infiltrated a specific nuclear energy site. Mm-hmm. This is dragged out by a lot of things that aren't provable because this is a private investigation. Includes apparent Russian defectors who give insight on Russian intelligence practices. Leaves you with more than likely spies were legally allowed to hide in plain sight. Meh. I felt like 40 minutes of this could have sufficed, but shit got dragged out for dramatic effect. Uh, yeah, when you make a movie, you gotta hear when the response to your drama is meh. It's like, oof, those are three... Well, well it was a documentary. So. Even, even then, it's those are three words. So your tension and your, your suspense and everything you put together, and you're like, this is boring. All right, I got an email from Ron. Oh, that's it from Gabe? Yep. Thank you, Gabe. We appreciate it, buddy. He's a good dude. And, and now it's Ronda Wonderful, who just got some sweet-looking little cornrows. You see those cornrows on the Facebook? No, not really. He's, he's, don't he's, really. He's styling, man. He's, I, I don't really use that shit. I know that's true, but Ron's out there styling, profiling, looking good. I'm just giving, I'm just giving Ron daps. So I saw Don't Let Go. <clears throat> oh, okay. This is that uh, David Oyello one. Yeah. yeah. This is a pretty well-shot and well-acted movie. The twists and turns are well done. The little lady actress conveyed all the emotions needed for the whole theater, which was full of mostly black, to hang on her every action. David did a great job of hiding his accent. This is a great mystery of whodunit. But the writer-director failed to raise it up above the greatest college film. Hmm. The lack of resolutions and follow-through gave it an immature feel at the end. The twist and misdirection got the who. Got the Who Theater gasp in surprise. The whole that. theater. I love that. <gasps> gasp in surprise. I love that. <laughs> this is n- not meant... This is no, by no means a fault of quality. It's just a lack of refinement to be a B-plus slash A from a C-plus slash B-minus status. Mm, okay. But if you see how this is the fifth project, seeing sci-fi in the black community is great. I just wish it was a black creator doing so. I recommend it whenever you get a chance. No need to hurry. But love to hear. Bi- but would love to hear Billy's thoughts. 
When you do notice how black skin looks good in these films, I think since Moonlight, people are doing black skin justice. Yes, 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 100%. Okay, he's just, he actually just very quickly brought up a few things I want to talk about. Okay. So let's go backwards. Um, I remember when I was uh, in college talking to someone who like grew, uh, worked in production for a long time, and they had that since retired, and he was talking about working on sets where people would uh, light black people terribly all the time. And I mentioned this on the show before, how film is inherently racist. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when Edison and everyone developed film and cameras, they did it just to film white people. They're like, no one's ever going to want to see black people. Just so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. But, um, yeah, so uh, fighting black people for years has ridiculously been a problem because no one's even thought about trying to do it. And uh, Moonlight was a big step in the right direction. And there was like a big thing about not shining blue on blue light on black people. Mm-hmm. I think it was blue light or it was a purple light. It's, uh, but it's been like, sort of, I guess, debunked, you can say, because it's a lot of blues and pinks and purples yeah. being used. Like, Moonlight's a great example, but uh, um, you see it on TV, too, a lot. And stuff like that. There is, like, for sure, finally, in all these years, like, a, a revolution in properly lighting. Uh, people of different skin colors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> people whose yeah, exactly. Whose f stop isn't like set to a specific thing. It's pretty incredible. I'm gonna look real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna troll the Crespo Hundo 2019 tag to see if Billy had happened. Okay. What was? The- and I will continue his email. You, you, you keep going. I'll keep looking. Also, watching the Dark Crystal. This is everything I wanted. More lore, great action, getting into my feels. Just all around good fantasy, just with puppets. The way emotion I is being portrayed as astounding. The credit, I think, due to the voice and the puppeteer, which is totally deserved. The VA are total A-listers, mm-hmm. and it's cool. I would hope many people give this the respect it deserves. I don't know if it's an AU or the prequel to the movie. If it's a prequel, it's kind of depressing. Oh, interesting. Uh, are you going to check out the Dark Crystal show? I mean, I saw for, I saw the movie. Might as well. Might as well and it's a, I mean, it's not Jim Henson anymore, but it's a Jim Henson production still. Yeah, it looks uh, pretty damn good. So, I mean, I'm always interested to see what they do. It's pretty cool that they, of all things to bring back, that seems like a cool one yeah. to bring back. Uh, all right, going back again to uh, the David Oyello uh, movie. What's called Don't Let Go. Yeah, Don't Let Go. Another thing that Ron brought up is it's cool how uh, now there's you're seeing you're starting to see this a little more now like sci-fi movies and genre films beyond revenge and beyond like black exploitation. You're starting to see these movies in, that set in the black community. Yeah. You know, like we just saw Kin. We just saw Kin last year it was a cool one. Um, uh, see you yesterday. See you. Yeah, see you yesterday is a cool one that came out on Netflix. Yeah. And um, uh, A Wrinkle in Time was like the big budget version, like sci-fi, epic fantasy type of thing of that, that with the black protagonist mm-hmm. and all that. And that's big because um, for a long time, if you want to see a movie about black people, it's always like, well, yeah, here's a movie about drugs or here's a movie about a sports. Gangsters. Gangsters or sports no. or drugs. Like one, two, three, pick. You choose your, oh, you, I can give you one of all. You want to do all three? We can do that. We can be revolutionary and do all three. You know, it's like, fuck you guys. Um, so uh, it is really cool to see like different genres and stuff like that. But then he also, now see, like I said, I'm going backwards. He also said how he really liked it and there were cool things about it and even made the theater like gasp at times and whatever. People seemed to be into it. But he said there were also problems with it. It felt, felt like a college film. It felt like a college film. Yes, it feel like a first time movie, like a film festival type movie. And then when we considered what movie we were going to see this weekend, we were looking at that. We were looking at this Luce, Lucha, however you no. say the movie. And then Ready or Not. And when it came down to Rotten Tomato scores, this one had the lowest score. It did. It was like right in the middle. And it, the consensus read a lot like his email just mm-hmm. did, where it was like, 
good talent, good acting. There's some stuff here. As a whole, though. As a whole, it falls apart. There's things missing, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, oh, it sounds like exactly mm-hmm. the same. So, uh, But I'm glad you reviewed it. I checked the Crespo Hundo 2019. Billy D has not seemed to have seen it. So I don't know. If it'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we get our answer. Don't let go. I'm a big David O'Yellow fan. I always thought he was good at hiding that accent <laughs> when he doesn't need it. You know, when he was, he was Martin Luther King for crying out loud. Yes, he was. For for Jiminy Crackers, Pete's sake. Is that it for emails? Yes, it is. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. You can email us, cinemacrespoiso at gmail.com, and we read that shits on them shows like that. Uh, movie news. We got tons of movie news. This one, I love this story. This, is, this story is great. What do we got, Chris? We got Marty Cyrus. Okay. She's back in the news. She left uh, Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yes. You got you get yourself a Hemsworth. Like, nah, I'm good. Come on. No. Nope. You got you got a Hemsworth. You got yourself a giant Australian. She, she can get something else. That giant Australian is married to other, uh, is related to other rich Australians. You have a rich, you're rich. He's rich. They're rich. Well, come on. Isn't that what he, was, did she? I be, did you she, know, I bet you, I bet you Miley Cyrus is probably as rich. Oh, well, I don't know. No, that Thor money is, oh, God damn. Even brother, I was gonna even, say, even brother of Thor money is I, I was going to say, you take out, uh, you take out Chris and Miley's probably got as money as the rest of the Hemsworths. Yeah. I mean, does she get a cut of that achy breaky money anymore? I don't know. She's her own. How much wrecking ball money does she have? Oh, but, oh, now Liam, oh. Liam himself, he's like, uh, his, uh, his firewall dividends are drying up really quick. Oh yeah. What was that? What was that movie with Harrison Ford? No, no. Um, Miley Cyrus did a little tweet thread talking to some people, and she put this interesting information out there. The Hotel Transylvania trilogy mm-hmm. that has come out. Gendy Tartakovsky. Gendy Tartakovsky. Lead voice is Selena Gomez. Mm. That's an always Selena Gomez. Okay. It was Miley Cyrus. Oh, interesting. And then she lost the role because, you probably don't remember this. No. You probably never even know about this. Nope. She, a picture came out of her. Uh, holding up a cake to her mouth, like a, a birthday cake shake by uh-huh. her penis, yeah. then holding it up like uh, tip like, first to her mouth. Uh-huh. Like, oh, like, I'm gonna eat this penis cake. Well, mm-hmm. oh. This is like when she was uh, 17 years old. Okay. No, two tweets back to back. These are interesting. Tweet number one I lost a massive Walmart deal at 17 for ripping a bong because there's a little video yeah. of her holding it. Okay. So she lost, a Walmart. she lost a lot of money there. Walmart's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. This is fresh off the Hannah Montana days, right? Followed that up with, I got kicked off Hotel Transylvania for buying Liam, for buying Liam, who she just left, yeah. a penis cake for his birthday and licking it. That's what she does mm-hmm. in the picture. So this was November 2011. Mm-hmm. She, she, come on, man. What, you can't, you can't, you can't buy yourself a, you can't buy your boyfriend a penis cake and then lick some of the icing off the dick tip. I mean, not. And then voice a cartoon n- movie. Not when you're coming fresh off of a Disney kids show. Oh man, she was trying to break free from that so hard. She was like, "Whoa, I'm a party girl. Yeah, I rip bones and lick and lick the penis cakes." I mean, it worked. It worked. But she did lose money doing it. She apparently a lot a Walmart deal. Man, that's brutal. And Hotel Transylvania ended up making three of those yeah. damn things. You know, uh, Selena Gomez making that good uh, lupus recovery money mm-hmm. from uh, from Hotel Transylvania. I'm sure. God, God bless her. She ain't looking no penis cake, or at least if she is, she there ain't, ain't no pictures no of it. damn fools taking pictures of her. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Drew, for not taking all those pictures. Me taking pictures of licking all those penis cakes. Yeah, I didn't take pictures of you licking all those penises either. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? I appreciate that because I specifically asked you to at the time. Yeah. And you're just like, no, no. Let, me just, let me just grab a mirror. It's a bad idea. And you can just see it happen. Yeah, in, in you, the, you can just watch it. And that's like, I can't concentrate. I can't do both at once. And you're like, well, 
buck up and do it, young man. I was like, fine, Drew, fine. Thank you for being here during this hard time for me. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very, oh, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Look at that. And I have one of those, too. It'll cue it up right there. I didn't even mean to do that. That's how good my comedy is. It just spills out of me. Just Better than it spilling India. <laughs> oh, shut that off. Um, Deserved. So uh, I thought that was a fun, fun story. You know, Miley Cyrus talking about just being real because people talk about her uh, uh, possibly cheating on Liam with her new uh, her new girlfriend that she's got going on right now. But she's like, no, and... you don't know shit. You don't know me. And then also, and who gives a fuck, right? People are so judgy. <laughs> people suck. You know, is the Ray L. Ray Network still a thing? I don't think so. Right? It's not, right? No. Because why else would Robert Rodriguez's new show be on Netflix? Correct. Right? It would be on his own network. It, it, assuming he had one. Assuming yeah. he even had one. So it's got to be Dunzo Buns. Yeah. Well, that was a fun experiment for a little while. It must have been fun to like, own your own cable network. I mean, maybe. Right? Or yeah. maybe maybe it wasn't, and that's why. Or maybe it was stressful <laughs> as fuck. It's like, God damn it. Well, he's got a new show. Uh, Priyanka Chopra uh, Jonas. Yeah. Because she married a Jonas. Uh, she uh, will be the star of his new show called We Can Be Heroes, which is hopefully just uh, eight, eight hour episode, eight one hour episodes of them recreating the David Bowie Heroes music video. You ever see that music video? The Heroes music video? No, apparently El Rey's still around, Chris. Is it? Yeah. Then why is it on Netflix? Um... The David Bowie music video for Heroes is just him like standing on a platform in a in a black space, and the camera just rotates around him. It's very. Uh, so we got this new show. Priyanka Chopra Jonas will be starring. It's a story, and it sounds a lot like uh, Spy Kids, obviously, Drew. But check this out: the story will focus on a group of kids whose parents are kidnapped by aliens. Mm. So sounds uh, awful. So the parents just happen to be superheroes. Okay. Okay, add another layer of genre to this thing. All right. Uh, so the kids have to learn how to use their, like, inherited hero skills to try to go get off the planet and go save the aliens. Or go save their parents from the aliens. Well, their parents would be pretty shitty superheroes if they can't stop aliens or being abducted by them. Or maybe the aliens are that good. I mean, come on. Even Superman himself got stuck in, like, uh, like uh, Brainiac's, like... Tiny cities. And Superman's shit. a fucking alien, dude. So even then, so he's a super smart alien like Superman with his Earth. He's an alien with Earth smarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Superman's an and alien. Even, even he gets busted sometimes. Superman's not a superhero. He's an alien. So how does that make your argument better or worse? I don't know. Just you're, you're just pointing out facts. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Hoping to confuse you. <laughs> you did successfully. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, wait. Congratulations. You did it. Excuse me, um, Martin Scorsese's movie, The Irishman, <clears throat> Jimmy Dowsey's, he's like, no, not coming out in theaters, right? Mm. Yes and no. Sort of. Netflix won't budge on their three-week window. AMC, Regal, Cinemark, they won't budge on their three-month window. No. Uh, Amazon plays ball, that's why you get Amazon movies. Uh, Netflix won't, so that's why... You don't. That's why, yeah, there's only a handful of theaters. But yes, yeah, they'll be playing select theaters, the ones that will play them, from... November 1st through the end of November, and then November 20-something. Three weeks, three weeks later, it'll be on Netflix. Uh, Runtime, 210 minutes. Mm. Yep. It's a three-and-a-half-hour movie, Juicy Cogburn. Why? Why, exactly? Uh, this 
It's from the New York Film Festival. Now here, Drew, it's a three and a half hour cut playing at the New York Film Festival. That can still be cut down. Because the movie, like I said, won't be actually coming out until November. Yeah. So it can still be cut down. I hope that. so. But the uh, initial cut? That's crazy. At the New York Film Fest, our New York listeners, maybe you should go check this out. Three and a half hours. Uh, oh, Sudden Death. Remember that one? Jean-Claude Van Damme? Vaguely. That's the hockey one. Oh, okay, yes. But yes. All, right. All the sparks fly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, originally conceived the movie as a comedy. Mm. Changes to a straight-up action movie. Brought Van Damme in. Kept some... Com- I mean, the movie... When you watch it, it's still a comedy. They may not have made it a comedy. But it is. It's a fucking comedy. When he fights the mascot in the kitchen. Yeah, and it's they, ridiculous. And it's amazing. It's the best scene in the movie. Um, getting a remake. Sudden okay. Death. As a comedy. Hey, there we go. They're going to they're gonna go back to the original idea. And it's coming to Netflix. So there you go. It'll be called Welcome to Sudden Death. And it's essentially the same movie. Uh, Dallas Jackson, the filmmaker of Bloomhouse's Thriller, will direct a new take. Uh, comedian Gary Owen is set to star along with Michael J. White. Hey, there we go. Right, there we go. Black Dynamite himself. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a fun concept. It's a... If you're gonna at today, if you're gonna make any sort of action movie that is like essentially die hard in the blank, mm-hmm. which is what this is. Mm. Die I mean the movie is so absurd that they it's not even the president, it's like the vice president that's there at a hockey game. It's a hockey game for crying out. It's not even the the, the most pop not even the fourth most popular sport in our country. No, nope, and it's, it's not and it's game. not even like it's the Stanley Cup finals or anything. It's just a hockey game. I think it was a Stanley Cup finals. Still. It's just a fucking hockey game. And it was done during a a player strike or an owner strike. It was a lockout. So it was even there was even any hockey going on. No, that's why they could use the whole fucking stadium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> smart, very smart. Um, it's a silly movie. Or they'll, they'll make a silly remake of it. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Uh, Dave Bautista. Yes, what about him. He co-signed on someone's tweet to have him play a specific Batman villain. He wants to play a Batman villain. Okay. Which, Which Batman villain do you think Dave Bautista will be good? As playing as. I mean, he's a big guy. So he's a big guy. So, so Catwoman is out of the picture. Yeah, no, I mean, no Catwoman. No, Can't really be Penguin. No, I was about to say, no no Penguin. He'd no be, be Riddler. Weird as a Riddler. Would be a good Joker. Tom Hardy's a great Bane, so we don't need another one. Mm. He would be a good Bane, though. He'd be, he's, got, he's just got the build he's for it. He's got the size and build that's for why. it. But that's not the character that they named no. out. But he could be a decent Bane. Yeah, no. just because of size. No. Yeah, you're right. Um, Only because of size. Who else can we let me? Two-Face, and again, too yeah, big. yeah. One would think. Uh, Killer Croc would be okay. Yeah. Because, again, it's just a big old dude. Sure, but lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a big, never been a big fan of Killer Croc. No. Uh, well, someone tweeted this. They were It was sort of kind of derided, like, oh, a Joker movie, but I don't want to see a Joker movie. How about a standalone movie with Dave Bautista as Clayface? That could be fun. And Dave Bautista was like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, make a movie starring me. Of course, he's going to... Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be in a movie. Of course, on that. But yeah, he would be interesting. Clayface. That, that, that could be fun. One of my favorite villains from the uh, the animated, animated series, series for sure. Yeah. It's, it's super cool. It's a cool villain. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, and then, like I said, the original tweet was in reference to like the Joker stuff, yeah. which is now the reviews are coming out out of the film festivals. I, I, yeah, people I, are freaking out. I'm just not. I'm not not paying attention to any of it. I'm trying not to at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to. I'm seeing the headlines, and I'm just like, no. Yeah, I'm not clicking on nothing. Yeah, I'm not clicking on uh. nothing. <sighs> but they keep, like, everybody's, uh, they seem, Good. They seem to be freaking out about it. 
I've been excited for this movie ever since the first fucking teaser. Uh, yeah, which has now been a while, six months ago. Yeah. Now. We've, been wait, we've been waiting long enough. We're about a month away. I was sold then. The I don't need any more. They did, uh, now they're doing interviews, uh, some press. Todd Phillips is out there talking about how he was standing outside his premiere for War Dogs. Remember that movie? Yeah. He was standing outside smoking a cigarette. And being like, this movie is like not going to set the world on fire. Like, no one's going to give a shit about this thing. And he was looking up at a billboard for a comic book movie. And he was like, I'm not going to say the name of the movie. No. And then in the article, they do like in the parentheses, well, we checked. And right around when War Dogs came out, uh, Suicide Squad was about to be released. So that was for sure the movie that was being advertised in L.A. Yeah. Right, it was Suicide Squad. So he's like standing outside War Dogs looking at a Suicide Squad billboard which is obviously going to be like all the characters yeah and he was like what if you know he doesn't like these he doesn't like comic book movies he says they're too loud no and he's like what if someone made just a character film about like one of those guys and obviously he's talking about suicide squad no. the villains right and, uh, and then that's what we end up with the joker it's he found a character picked a character and then he said he liked this character because of all the different iterations they've already done via comic book and he's like hey, look if you don't like this movie We've had fucking 12 Spider-Man in the last 20 years. Yeah. So someone's going to come around in 10 years and do another Joker. Like, just relax. You don't, you don't like this Joker. It's, it's fine. Someone's going to do another Joker. Like, chill. Yeah. Be cool. Joaquin Phoenix, people were asking him, like, how do you feel about like being compared to other Jokers? Like, you know what, you guys? You do the comparisons. I don't give a shit about that. You, so they're all trying to be as detached from all that fanboy stuff as possible. Meanwhile, uh, Mark Marin, right? Podcaster extraordinaire, WTF. He had fucking President Obama in mm -hmm. his goddamn garage. Drew, he recorded it in his garage. Mm -hmm. And then Obama went to him. Yeah. And then he left his coffee cup there. And then they left it there. And they're like, don't touch that. That's a president. That's like an in memoriam of the time the president was here. <laughs> that son of a bitch. That surly. You're not that good. That surly son of a bitch. But he's a surly son of a bitch who turned that podcast into a TV show yeah. on IFC, mm -hmm. right? The American show. And then I was on Glow and everything like that. Anyway, he burned so many bridges. He made his career out of burning, building bridges, burning them, and then rebuilding, and then rebuilding them. them. What a schmuck. Um, so he, uh, he's in this movie. He's an agent, I think. I think he plays a, a Arthur Flex yeah. agent, the Joker's agent, I think. Or maybe the agent for um, Robert Downey, Robert Downey, Robert De Niro's uh, talk show character. Yeah. Anyway, he's in this movie. And he's talking about how... Uh, he tweeted comic book movies are like for grown grown male nerds mm -hmm. and all this stuff, like talking down about about the genre and shit. People are getting all upset about that. Then he like doubled down. It's like relax, you fucking idiots. So he's like entered the fray and been like, I'm gonna fuck with you guys. Yeah. And then uh, Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix was like, Yeah, we're just over here doing our thing. Relax. Yeah, I find it interesting. What do you think? You care? I'm. I mean, I just like it when people take comic book characters and treat them like actual movies as opposed like yes the Marvel formula works but that's for making comic book mm -hmm. movies from comic books mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you take it out of that and make it more real like yep. what Chris Nolan did with Batman right and making it just a story yes. about these characters mm -hmm. that just happen to be Batman then I th you know you get better movies I think so and we're just hopefully what they're doing here. You know, you've got what it seems your to be Chris Nolan, Batman's, hopefully this Joker movie, fucking Logan. Like, mm -hmm. there are only a handful that have done it the way I think, I guess you're supposed to, maybe? Successfully, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Or the, just the way I want it done, I guess. Uh, they tried with a few 
not fake, but you know, like Hancock mm-hmm. was that sort of thing. Yeah. But didn't they end up being like an alien anyway, or a god or something? Yeah, something like that. Something weird. I don't know. Uh, speaking of weird aliens or gods or Marvel whatever. or whatever, so we got this uh, WandaVision show. Yes. All right, coming out on D plus, mm-hmm. which appears to be, from what I can gather, it seems to be a mishmash of. Uh, TV genres, including sitcom. There's going to be a part of the movie where it's like a 50 sitcom with a laugh track, three camera set up, all that shit. It's going to be weird as fuck. What I think is going on, because this is all still part of the MCU continuity. Mm-hmm. The events of Endgame have somehow broken Scarlet Witch, and she has rendered some sort of reality in which she and Vision are still alive, but it's something of her making. Right? Sure. A Legion type of thing, mm-hmm. even though that's not where the Legion yeah. show ended up going. Or did it? I don't or, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. And, um, and then Doctor Strange is going to show up in the D-plus show and uh, essentially pull her out. Okay. So that's how the WandaVision show is going to end. That's what I'm putting together from all the, the details that are out there now. Because then Elizabeth Olsen confirmed... That as far as her involvement in the Doctor Strange movie, she will be in it. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Madness, madness. And um, she said it's being written right now. That script is being written right now. So these two things will be connected together. So the D plus stuff, those MCU shows on D, like as opposed to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or just like, yeah, not really. Or even the Netflix stuff yeah. where they talk about the incident, but it's not 9-11. Yeah. Um, these are actually going to be like directly tied into... Uh, the movies, yeah. yeah. So that will like the Loki that pops around in the, the D plus show. Like, who knows who he's going to run into, or or he may pop up in a movie. Yeah, you never know. You, you do never know. It's going to be weird. Um, so that's some details there on that. You get your uh, D plus subscription yet? No, it's uh, they're for sale. You can get one now. Okay, it, it starts in November. So I'm buying it now, just so it's ready, so they're ready to go. Mm. Just just uh, just get it over with. <laughs> You're gonna get it. everyone's gonna get it. Uh, I'm waiting for my mom to get it so we can get that password. Um, Saw Chris Rock Saw. Yes, I still can't believe it. I mean, comedians have been taking runs at horror stuff lately, so successful ones. Yeah, Chris Rock's a fan of the Saw movies. See if he can do it. Apparently, fan enough that I did not know this, even though he's doing this sort of a sequel reboot type thing. The director is Darren Boosman, Bousman, I don't know how to say his name. He directed Saws like two through five, two through six. Okay, so he's familiar with the franchise. More more than enough. Yeah. More than enough. And uh, Chris Rock will be playing the detective who is investigating a bunch of shit that's kind of tied to all this. But then it's going to be a comedic take, but it's still going to be apparently the same like R-rated Saw craziness. It's a dark comedy. Very dark comedy. Very dark horror comedy. And uh, Darren Bousman, the director, uh, put on, was this on Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. As of August 27th, that's a wrap. Movie is done. Oh, there we go. They're in post-production as of now. There you go. It's coming. It's coming, baby. Probably um, summer or October of next year. We'll see. If they just finish wrapping it now, makes sense. Cobra Kai, season one. Mm-hmm. YouTube. Never saw it. It's on now. 
for free for everyone. Gratis. Yeah, they took all that goes on the behind the paywall. Yeah. Now it's in front of the paywall. Cool. Just with some commercials. Gives you something to do. Yeah, man. Add all, it to my long list of things to watch. Goddamn long list of things to watch that won't stop. It keeps getting things added to it. Season one of Cobra Kai. Uh which people really liked. Some people thought it was a little cheesy, but ultimately it seemed to be a, a big fan favorite. Billy Zapka, uh, Johnny, he's the yeah. uh, the anti-hero lead. He made a huge comeback because of it. Made a big comeback because of it, and uh, I think Crease is still in it. Creasy, Crease, that uh, the scary looking dude. You know what I'm talking about? Rips, Mr. Miyagi. Wah wah, rips. And uh, final story here, going back to Marvel. These are sort of out of order. They talk about how this uh, article talks about some of the projects they announced. They they split it up. They did like a Comic Con thing, and then the D twenty three announcements. D twenty three is where they announced the Black Panther two, right with the twenty twenty two release date okay. and May twenty twenty two, and uh, the the logo which is now with the purple uh, on the around looks really cool. no. looks pretty cool. They also announced, and I'm not sure. Maybe this article will say what's for MCU, uh, what's for the D plus, what's for movies. But there's a lot of female-centric stuff coming up, Drew. That sounds pretty cool. Um, obviously, just to recap for everyone, we got the Black Widow coming out next year. Yep. Right? That's got uh, Rachel Weisz in yep. it, which is really cool as well. And uh, David Harbour, I guess, this guy. And uh, after that, we got the Eternals, which includes uh, Angelina Jolie and, and Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. Right? They're going to be in that. And Homeboy's Black Knight, Jon Snow. Yes, but which is going to be huge, right? That's he's going to be if all goes well, a long time addition to the MCU. He'll just be king of the north all over again, just in Marvel. He's <laughs> like, I can do this. It's like we can work with your height. It's okay. He's only like five and a half feet tall. But hey, it's you fine. know what, Tom Cruise, he made a career out of it. Uh, Shang Chi and Legend of Ten Rings mm-hmm. will be coming out shortly after that, and then we got a uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, which will have uh, not only Thor but also uh, Lady uh, Thor, Lady Thor, Mighty Thor, Jane Foster Thor, and then also Valkyrie mm-hmm. as well will be in that, which is pretty sweet. And then uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, which, like we already said, will include Elizabeth Olsen. And then there's going to be um, they're introducing the Kate Bishop character. To the Hawkeye series in the Hawkeye series, okay, and then there's WandaVision. so Scarlet Witch will finally get her due, and then there's She Hulk will be popping up. Peggy Carter is getting this is interesting, the What If series that they're doing mm-hmm. that's animated, um, but they're still going to use like the voice act the actors who play yeah. the roles for them. Uh, they're doing a Peggy Carter thing. Uh, what if she was Captain Britain? Cool. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, like I said, she got She-Hulk, and um, I've been talking about this for a minute, but it's the official announcement logo. You know it's official when they got a logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ms. Marvel. No, oh, cool. The uh, the first uh, Muslim superhero, mm-hmm. Kamala, Kamala Khan. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I, it's weird how they're sort of saying it's Phase 4 and Phase 5. They're kind of, I don't know what the differential is. Well, uh, we, do, we don't know what, what... the Mason-Dixon line is it, there. Well, that, we don't know what kind of strange story arc they're doing. We just know it's called Phase 4. It does seem like a lot of disparate elements for them to uh, make some sort of, yeah. It seems like, all right, we did the Avengers. That's fun. We, we did it. We did the Infinity Saga. That's the official name. Four phases, one through three. No. The Infinity Saga. They said it. Um, is this a whole other new saga? Mm. 
We'll see. They could build up the Secret Wars eventually. I mean, they this could, could just I be mean, a gap between. I mean, right now the they're Wars. they're padding the Avengers with their B and C squad characters. So they got to make Avengers West Coast. They got to do all that shit, man. Then they got to introduce Weapon X. They lost Spider Man. So that's fine. But they have X Men. They just get rid of that X Men Fantastic Four. They and, just got to debut a little earlier. And the, that's and, all. And then we can do. If you really want to get into it, you can do AVX. Which we've already done in comics a couple times. AVX? Avengers vs. the X-Men. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean, you can't have these mutants running around uh, thinking they're better than us humans. Goddamn just, muties. Just because they're better than us, we can't have them thinking that they're better than us. Magneto was right. <laughs> He's always right, Chris. He's always right. He was never wrong. <laughs> um, I did have one more story. But it is D-plus related. The Kenobi series. We got a time. Yeah. We got a timeline on with, it with the U. Matt Greg. U. McGregor coming back as Obi Wan Kenobi. Old Ben. He'll be on Tatooine. It'll be a Western style type series, and it's happening uh, between the events of uh, what's his face and then who did it. Speaking of U. McGregor, fucking shining sequel. What oh, Doctor Sleep in God's fucking green yeah. earth is going on here? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Stephen King uh, published Doctor Sleep seven years ago, okay, maybe already, and it is a sequel. It's uh, Danny yeah. r- grown up. Mm-hmm. This is for sure in the book. I think it's in the movie. That's a pretty good trailer. He yeah, the trailer is. I mean, they hit all the. It's a good trailer, the, but then it they, they, they lean a lot on The Shining, dude. Obviously, well, of course. It's I like, mean, it's like here it the, comes from the movie. The best parts of the trailer are just you and McGregor just, in all the old Shining shots. Yes, just making it. <laughs> yes, which just makes me be like, well, it's weird. It's weird because it's based on the book that Stephen King wrote. That's a direct sequel to his book, but then the movie is like taking images from the move the Cooper movie that he famously hated. Yes, because it took so many deviations. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he wrote Doctor Sleep. Danny's grown up, and I think he's working in like a nursing home. Okay, and there's someone. It's sort of like Bubba Hotep style. Something it's like killing the residents maybe while they sleep, and uh, and like we saw in the trailer, there's another kid who has a Shining as well. No. it's a straight up. He wrote a straight up Shining sequel that I think was actually pretty well reviewed. Okay, amongst like his because you know his stuff's yeah. very hit. No, it is. Uh, it's often honestly, it's more missed than hit. I am a big fan, but it's more missed than hit, and uh, it was like pretty well liked. And I'm cool. Well, I'm happy that they made. It. I mean, it's it ain't gonna be no shining, but yeah. it still could be fun. Yeah, that was a pretty good trailer. I mean, yeah. I mean, be- between just seeing the carpet again, and I mean, then yeah, that's the thing. Though, and the then carpet. when he put when he puts his face in the hole, in the hole, <laughs> the, the Johnny hole. It's like ah. You know where you can find a good here's Johnny Hole in the Texas filling field. Hi yo. Have you ever had a, a here's Fort, Johnny Hole? Uh, uh, well, at the uh, that's the name of the place. At the here's Johnny Hole, you can get yourself a Fort Worth funnel cake. Yeah, powdered sugar is extra. <laughs> that's good stuff. Like, you know where you go to the Texas filling fields with me? No, they'll love you there at the Texas filling no. field. Sure. No, yeah. it sounds like the place should be right next to the woodshed. <laughs> you don't mention the woodshed until we get to 20 patrons. Don't you dare. Don't you dare mention the woodshed until we get to 20 patrons. You're Chicago, and how dare you? That's jumping the gun. I'm just saying. No, it's Texan, It's Texas filling fields until then. What? No, thank you. I'm going to say it enough times to justify the uh, name of the episode then. Texas filling fields, Texas filling fields, Texas filling fields. Oh, thank you. Oh, now we're there. True. <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice. Now we're yeah. there. 
It's better than you're welcome. It's better than the storm wiping us away. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. So Obi Wan Kenobi show. It'll be fun. It's coming. Doctor Sleep. That looks cool. What? Did we see another? That was the only one. What was that, the other horror movie trailer like, we saw? That one looked crazy, but we saw a few horror film trailers. Obviously, because we went and saw yeah. this in front of Ready or Not. Yeah. Uh, man, I was high as I can't. I can't, yeah, I can't remember. Can't remember. The Doctor Sleep one though. Yeah, that that, that one. It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah this could be good. This could be interesting. Could be good. It could be terrible. We'll find out uh, in a month or so or two. Um, okay, well, that's it. That's episode 347. We'll be back with 348 next week. We'll actually go pretty horror heavy next week. It'll be, yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Uh, you know, assuming we're not blown away by a hurricane. Assuming that the, the hurricane doesn't, uh, it's got its blinker on. That doesn't mean it's going to make a turn. It could <laughs> blow right through that stop sign and then plow right into <laughs> It'll T bone us the fuck into next Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll let you know if we're back next week with a fun clowny review of a movie. Uh, so you are welcome for this week's episode. This week's what? Mm-hmm. Well, you're welcome for that that feedback. That's <laughs> you are welcome. So uh, peace out. Pe- oh, thank you, Drew. You're welcome. Okay, peace out. PFT Media Production.